mercy and grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan, Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome! To episode 277 of There's No Place Like Terra, Stargate First Watch Rewatch Podcast, I am Nixie. And I am Grace. Uh, and today we are watching SG, I wrote SGASG Atlantis, in case I forgot. <laughs> what SGA meant? SGA means SG Atlantis. Uh, season four, episode two. I like the only, you we abbreviated the Stargate half because yeah. you were sure about yeah, that part. I'm, I'm certain I know that this is a Stargate show. Um, season <laughs> Season four, episode two, Lifeline. Yes. AKA, I, I, I forgot what my AKA was, but also I thought of a great AKA for last week and I'm so mad that I didn't think oh, of it until this week. Lost in hyperspace. Oh, that is good. <laughs> that is good. So next week, maybe I'll have a good AKA for maybe. this week. <laughs> Who knows? I had two. One of them is, is real silly. Okay. And it's all you are is dust in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin, <laughs> the wind. That's for a friend of the pod, Dustin. Yes. <laughs> because of exactly what I just did there. Yes. Dustin, the wind, yeah, I, Dustin. I feel I feel that because you've certainly had no jokes about your name nope. ever in your life. Nope. I've never had any jokes with my last name in my <laughs> life either. Although no. my second one is in the same realm. My second AK as... Atlantis has landed. Oh, I do like that. Mm -hmm. Atlantis has landed. Roger Houston, Atlantis has landed. Um, (laughs) um, How was your week? This week was good. Mm -hmm. I finished the book I was reading, Oathbringer. I have not started a book for you because I do need a slight break from 1,300 page books. Two descriptive words. For just the end or the book as a whole? Mm, one for the book and one for the whole. Okay. One for the, one for the end and one for the whole. <laughs> one in the whole and one in the end. Well, there is AKA, a... AKA one in the whole and one in the end. I will say there is actually a giant hole that is part of the problem at the end of the book. <laughs> There's a hole in the wall. Oh. Yeah. Uh, that's part of the big thing. Um... Epic is like a cliche word to use. Uh, use like a tasting word. A tasting word. Is it spicy? It's not is spicy. It creamy? No. Savory. It is pretty savory. I like it. There's some savory things that happen in that. That's a, that's a good way. I love that idea of like use a word that doesn't go yeah. for this, but it helps to understand yeah. it. Um, My and brains. like the the world as a whole. If you haven't read any of the um words of radiance it's spicy is not a word i want to use for it that's fine um it's 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 eclectic it's turkey dinner it's it's a fusion yeah i would say it's a turkey dinner that is done by a chef who's trying to be extra. <laughs> I like that. That's a good description. <laughs> Cuz there's like the core of what you right. expect. It's not your average turkey dinner. It's not your How average turkey dinner. Got it. Farm to table. Yeah. Uh, nouveau. 
They food. do have some. They I'm will say. Saying, I'm just saying words now. I will say that they have really good, um, especially when you get into the third book. They have really good, like broken main characters. Okay. Broken, okay. like yeah, like yeah, yeah. as a character emotionally. You know who else does that? Grace and Adam. I'm sure. Really well. I'm sure. <laughs> That's all my life has been. Um, is crazy to me. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Um, I did watch a movie, uh, husband, fiance, uh, Jesse. <laughs> There's no fiance anymore. <laughs> he can still be, I mean, okay. formally known, the artist formerly known artist as fiance. The artist formerly known as fiance. Um, we watched the movie Kate on Netflix. I have been wanting to because I know Erica Ishii's in it. Oh, she is? At least I saw she was doing, like, I saw she had posted behind-the-scene fight scenes. Oh, God. I, if she is, I did not catch it at all. I won't lie. Yeah, I, but I do want to see it. Uh, okay. It is, uh, you know, it was one of those where I wasn't sure that I was in the mood to watch mm-hmm. that movie. And then I was like, oh, this is a really good movie. It's really fun. So, one of the series that the second season has started, and uh-huh. not only is it like that, where you at first you're like, this is different, and I don't know if I'm up for different, mm-hmm. but it also has much to do with this podcast because it stars one, Jason Momoa. Oh. Is on Apple oh, TV Plus. I know what train you're talking about. The show C. Yeah. It's set. Someday I'll get to that. It's, it's, well, it's, it's actually really, I like it because it's so. Different from what you would normally see. Hunt's seat. Um, it so it takes place in a future uh-huh. where pretty much everyone's blind. Okay. It's just like the vision has just sort of naturally. I think there. I think what they explained in the first episode is there was a virus okay. that affected okay. people with vision. Got it. Um, and so. The world has been blind for oh. like a hundred years or a couple hundred years, some of this. Interesting. And so it's really interesting because it's it's a little bit post-apocalyptic, but to see, you know, they are I think they're in Pennsylvania. So you can see how like the city names have changed and how they've taken over things and now okay, how they okay. how they communicate with knots. Um Got it. and stuff like this. And there are What an interesting idea that everyone's blind that's what i'm that's what's really really cool about the series is how they've taken that and like how the fighting like jason momoa's fight scenes first of all any jason momoa fight scene is going to be awesome because he's just that like powerful when he goes at it yeah but it's really interesting to see how they're fighting and just how because of that like yeah, the is there a lot of changed. ranged action happening there's not a lot of ranged action okay. happening i mean um, unless you've got like those daredevil senses yeah but the, well, they all basically have daredevil senses okay. kind of just because it's all heightened right the rest of their, their hearing and everything yeah. their smell but like, like i feel like i would trust matt murdoch to shoot a gun at someone true true but then people there are still people who are born with sight and they're sort of now witches Oh, cool. Um, and so it's really interesting. Jason Momoa is amazing in it. Everyone. There's also, I just blanked on her name, but she's amazing. And she also stars in the series. Okay, one second. You keep talking. I'll look it up. Okay. I know her. She's like an actress who's amazing and everyone knows her. And I really feel bad that I have blanked on what but her name is. What is she? What is? Tell me words about her. Or um, is she just saying that she's awesome? So, 
while we were diagnosing other issues, I remembered who I meant. Who's yeah. in C? It's Alfred Woodard. Yay. We were triaging our computers. Yeah. Because reasons. We're fine now. Because streaming and recording and doing the things, it's an unpredictable science. It is. Um, but anyways, back to C. Yes, Alfie yeah. Woodard is in it, who I love, and she's a, she's so good. She's yeah. so good in the show. Yeah. But well, she's in the second amazing. episode of season two. Oh, by the way, season two also stars Dave Bautista. Oh, I did see his name on the on on the thing somewhere. Yeah. Nice. But there's a name. There's a voice that you hear in the yeah. second episode of season two. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a small it's a small part. I, now, I haven't seen yesterday's episode or this week's episode, so I don't know if he comes back with a bigger role. But okay. there is one Mr. Joe Flanagan. Oh, it's a little reunion. A if little you will. reunion. And I do know later this season we will also see one Mr. David Hewlett. I'm into it. Yeah. I like the idea that like you work with your friends on a show and then later you just bring all your friends back for the same thing over and over. I think it sounds like a lot of what Jason does on the shows he can because I know for his other, I just blanked the name of it, but he has another show he did, I think on Netflix that was about, it was, it was a historical piece like about fur traders yeah, up in I Ontario. Yeah. He had a bunch of, I mean, there were some bunch of people he'd worked with for Stargate people were in that yeah. too. No, I love it. It reminds like, uh, I know other people do it too. Like I like Mike, all the Mike Flanagan stuff yeah. has all the same people, like uh, the haunting of Hill House mm-hmm. and the haunting of Bly Manor. And like, yeah. it's all the same people over and over. Um, but it's just fun times. It is fun times. I love, I'm into it. Uh, but yeah. It's a, it's, it's good. Mm-hmm. It's real. I like I said, it is, it has a very different feel from almost everything else you would watch. And that feeling is really fun. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. The The world building for it is beautiful. Okay. Um, yeah. I watched Kate and then we tried to watch Malignant and then we're like in the wrong mood for it. <laughs> so we're going to retry it again. We did also watch the finale of Lego Masters. Well, that's important too. It's it was good, super important, um, but also Stargate things. October fifth, two thousand and seven, <laughs> directed by Carl Binder, directed by Mr. Martin Wood. Previously on Stargate, sustained beams and being lost in hyperspace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, Weir had her nanites turned back on to save her life, and she's real pissed about that. Yep, it's not great. So we start the episode with a beautiful shot again of the yeah. city floating through space. Mm-hmm. McCain's Lenka working on finishing up the hyperdrive jumper, yeah. which I will from henceforth call the hyper jumper. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Hyper jumper. That's actually, that's a third AKA. Yeah. Hyper jumper. Hyper jumper. Uh, Timmy Torture. Hyper jumper sounds like a snack from the 90s. It does. Like, can hyper, I get jumper. A hyper jumper, cherry flavored hyper jumpers. <laughs> they're gushers. They're yeah, like, yeah, they're yeah. knockoff gushers. Hyper jumpers. I'm here for it. <laughs> Just has extra sugar in them. You give them to the kids you don't like. Yeah. <laughs> As an adult. Or, or the kids whose parents you don't like. Yes. That's yeah. what you do. Both. <laughs> uh, Timmy Torture isn't trying to kill McKay, mm. but I mean, if you could buzz shock McKay, wouldn't you? I mean, I might just for fun. You know, it's his own fault for reacting as 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 dramatically as he does because it's just gonna because it just on. makes it that much more fun. I know. Yeah, <laughs> John is just wanting to make sure everything is going good here. Since McKay did say he could get this to work, McKay said probably 
Yeah. He wants to clarify. Yeah. Apparently some of the algorithms he wrote while he was super smart make string theory look like nonlinear dynamics. Those are words. Um, so nonlinear dynamics and nonlinear systems are inherently difficult to work with because they don't follow the same, like, the stuff is fluctuating. Well, nonlinear. Yeah. The, nonlinear. Like yeah. chaos theory yeah. is a nonlinear. It's, 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 it's jazz. It's jazz. It's jazz. It's jazz science. It's math jazz. A.K.A. jazz science. <laughs> That's my A.K.A. I'm sticking to it. So McKay points out there's still thousands of other things that could go wrong on this mission. John gets it. Million to one odds. Blah, blah, blah. Don't tell me the odds. Don't tell me the odds. Yeah. I really would like to see, like, Joe Flanagan in, like, a Harrison Ford type, like, Han Solo. So I, ha- I have to tell you, yeah. there, is, there is completely unrelated to what you're saying. It's fine. But sort of related, because it is fine. about the Millennium Falcon. I do like the Millennium Falcon. There is a scene in Grey's Anatomy <laughs> where there's two people going, there's, mm-hmm. there's like, um... There's a chief, like, the surgical chief yeah. position is open, mm-hmm. and... One of the people going for it, um, her her confidence wavers. Yeah. But then for her interview, if you will, because it takes place while she's doing surgery. Okay. Because why not? Sure. If you're going for a job. Might as well. She does an analogy of the Millennium Falcon, and she calls the hospital her bucket of bolts. I may make I, you watch that scene. That's fantastic. Because it is fucking beautiful. That's, the way that's she some does shit it. that I would do. Yes. It's, it's gorgeous. Sci fi. Yeah. Uh, but John's bigger concern, actually, right now is what they're going to do when they get to the city, because you can just say we're going to infiltrate the city, steal a ZPM, and get out, but it's like it's, there's complexity to that. Yeah. And McKay has been thinking about that. They could use some help. But from whom? <laughs> dun, Cut to dun, dun. the door opening to the OR with We Are Still Inside being guarded by two ARG armed guards. Yeah. The whole team comes in as Weir looks at them curiously. And John asks her if she feels like taking a trip. Let's. Credits. Do it. Let's get down to business. <laughs> and this is going to be the bugs. A very musical episode. Because I got one loaded. I got one in the chamber. Just wait. It's coming. When do we ever have an episode that's not musical? <laughs> Has there ever been if an episode only, of this podcast that we did not sing? If only we were musical. This is very true. Because we're not. Nope. <laughs> There's a, uh, again, I don't think I've told this on the podcast, but I did grow up doing musicals um, because I could dance. Because yeah. our high school decided to do like 42nd Street, but no one could tap dance. Yeah. <laughs> so I could, but I was building sets. I was always tech crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so my favorite is they were like, okay, you're going to be in the chorus. We can have like a tap dancer or two. There was one other girl there that went to my dance studio. Mm-hmm. Um, but they tr- they started putting me into like the choral classes cuz you know, the right. chorus sings right, yeah and and i believe it was about two practices until they went do you want to um not do you want to just lip sync yeah your parts so you can focus on yeah. your tech as also the assistant stage manager yeah. of that show well it's uh well we've learned that you have a volume setting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's really i think what it is. Um i have uh, i have like a an 8 to 11. Yeah. It's broken. The dial's broken. I only know how to stage whisper. Yeah. 
No real world whispers happening at all. I only know stage whispering. You know what I've learned? That in the moments when I can be quiet, I kind of still choose not to. Yeah. Like I could be, but I'm like, not gonna. It's just tiring. It's like extra effort. It's like, who gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, back to... Uh, uh, yes. Another shot of a beautiful floating city. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they, they explain their plan to Weir. Uh-huh. Less of a plan and more of how they're going to take advantage of the nanites in her to hack into the replicator mainframe. Yeah. Find the best route to this NPM, track their movements, etc. Gives them a huge advantage and makes this actually possible. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas, like, but what if the nanites control me? Like, the replicators yep. take control of the nanites that are in me. McKay's going to block them. It, it won't let them. But what if, like, you're good, McKay, but but what if they do? See, the way my notes read yeah. is John and and McKay, because I, I don't know why I do that. I don't do Shepard and McKay. I do John and McKay. I mean, I don't think I've written down Shepard in my notes, except for when <laughs> um, our friend, I believe it's Todd the Wraith, is going... Shepherd. Oh, that's right. Because I like that um, part. They go up to Weir and yeah. they say, take me down to the replicator city <laughs> where the bots are mean and the ZPMs are pretty. <laughs> oh, won't you please take me down? <laughs> You're welcome. I thought about it at four in the morning today. <laughs> four in the morning, Grace is pretty good. It's yeah, I'm telling you, there's some interesting things that come out of like four in the morning, Grace. <laughs> I'm gonna bring her around more often. <laughs> it's good times. Yeah. John does reassure Weir <laughs> that he's had McKay write a kill switch into her nanites that when triggered will neutralize her new little friends. Yeah. Of course, Weir realizes if her new little friends are neutralized. They're all that's keeping her alive. Yeah. Oh, no, don't worry. We'll kill you. Yeah. If you go bad guy. It's fine. But that's okay. I think I'm good with that. You know, I think I I, I know I've talked with you about this, but I've talked with Jesse about it, too. Like when the zombies come. Yeah. Just shoot me in the back head. Make a quick and painless. Yeah. Just let's take let's take me out. 100 percent. Yeah. So John says that if, yeah, yes, if we do turn them off, it will kill you. But but. He gets in that, like, quieter tone. Mm -hmm. It's in that tone where, like, the more quieter it is, the more truthful it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially from someone like John. Yeah. He's, like, assures her that that's not going to happen. Yeah. We're not going to let it go down like this. He's ordered McKay to keep an eye on the little bastards to make sure they behave. Yep. Taylor reassures her that they would not be asking this of Weir if it wasn't their only hope. Taylor's absolutely right. If there was 100%. another choice, they would not be doing no. this. Yeah. And quickly before the others can make more of a debate out of it, Weir asks, you know, when do they leave? Saving the city was a no-brainer for Weir. It was the balance of how much of a liability she is. Yeah. So they're going to leave now. McKay has to finish whatever he's doing. We mm-hmm. can't wait any longer. Yeah. Everyone leaves. Well, except I like how McKay's John. never ready. No. No. Of course he's never ready. It's always five more minutes with that man. You know, you know, uh, it's just John and we are now in in the room and you can tell that frustration and that fear of not being able to trust yourself is running through weird. Yeah. Yeah. And again, these moments of trust between them, like this relationship that has been built over these years of these two facing all the shit yeah. that's threatened the city and keeping the city and these people safe. It's like 
yummy in this episode. Yeah, there's a lot going on between them, and there's a lot going on inside Weir. This idea of, like, the the idea of your body feeling foreign to you Mm -hmm. is, one, is very intimate to me. Feeling betrayed by your own body. Uh, very intimate with that feeling, but it's 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 like no other, because there's something about I want to trust my mind, but mm-hmm. I don't know that the rest of me is gonna follow. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna fucking go for it anyway. Yeah, yeah. Weir tells him that he has to promise to keep a close eye on her and not hesitate with the kill switch if she has the first sign yeah. of sus behavior. He's yeah. like, I'm not gonna let that happen. She cuts him off. Is like, no. Nah, don't give me this. I'm not going to let it happen. I need you. I need. I, this is. You got to tell me that you're going to do it. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not going to feel good until you can. Until I know that you can do this. And he does nod in agreement. Yeah. In the hallway, John catches up with Taylor. Yeah. Okay. I will say this scene it's in particular. so good. Uh, it speaks to my little, like, wannabe leader heart. I know. Because it is beautiful. It's a beautiful choice. It's a beautiful... Uh, it's so good. Yeah. He needs Taylor to sit this one out. Yeah. And it's not because he doesn't want her on this mission. Mm-hmm. It's because he's entrusting her with a far more important mission. He needs her to stay behind and lead the city. Yeah. And lead the people. Delegate to the people who can do the jobs. Uh, he tells her if this all goes to shit and they don't come back, mm-hmm. Zelenkis th- thinks he's found an M-class planet. Yeah. And while they can't land without shields, they can't even get into orbit with the power they have left. You can get everyone into jumpers mm-hmm. and you can abandon the city and head towards the planet. Yep. Yep. And he tells her that these people, their people... Are going to need a leader. Yep. Who can keep them alive, who can keep them together, and more importantly, can keep giving them hope. And that is Taylor. I mean, that is Taylor. Yeah, that's what she is. She is the rebel symbol herself. Yeah. Um, this John, amazing, amazing in a lot of ways. A very smart leader in the sense that he doesn't try to take everything on himself. Mm-hmm. Learn the power of... If there's anything that I have learned, I know I'm not like the sage of the world. Yeah. But I've had my share of leadership responsibilities. Right. If there's anything that I would teach people is like learn to trust your teams. Yeah. Learn to trust your teams and delegate. Yeah. And get that shit done. John's not better at this than Taylor. He's no way he's better at this than Taylor. I think... And he knows that. And he yes. knows that if in her hands, they're going to be better than anything else. Yeah. I do think that, you know, all leaders have different skills. I think I think there is, in a survival type situation that the this city is now looking at, mm-hmm. needing that extra hope. Yeah. That I think Taylor's it is stronger than John. Well, that's what I mean. Sure. And, and he understands the value of it. He yeah. recognizes that she has that. Yeah. Uh that's another thing a good leader knows how to I do. I mean, also she's been the leader of her people for how long yep. before Atlantis even came around. She's the oh god, I just lost the name of it. What is the thing that Keyleth is? Oh, the um uh she went on her era Monty to become the um Yep. <laughs> we watch critical roll all the time. Um Yep. Oh, I don't have internet, so I'm not gonna look it up, but there we are. Just It's okay, critical role fans just yell at us. Uh-huh. As usual, we will think of it in like 
five minutes. Yep, it'll come back. <laughs> so anyway, he, if if John and the team is not back in twelve hours, like that is her orders to take Atlantis yeah. to this planet and to abandon the city. And he leaves Taylor taking in like the weight that has just been placed on her. Yeah. Wow. So the science bros are getting back to getting their uh, hyper jumper working. And Zelenka wants to be very certain that McKay means now when he says now, because last time he the said The voice now. of the Tempest. The voice of the Tempest. <laughs> Taylor is basically the voice of the Tempest. She is. Yeah. She is the Stargate equivalent of the voice of the Tempest. Yeah, okay, I'm done. Sorry. It was eating me up. <laughs> we already said that she is like a barbarian druid. She is? I would not be surprised if she's part of the Ashari. I yeah. don't know which which Earth Ashari? Maybe Earth Ashari. Yeah. Yeah. Space Ashari. She's the Space Ashari. <laughs> the space is an element. Sure. I mean, ether is sometimes Yeah, that's a I know words. She's <laughs> anyway <laughs> Zelenka puts the control crystal in powers things up and yeah things are working uh-huh. Zelenka gathers his gear still with his boot and crutch by yeah, the way yeah How, like, limps his way out yeah um, starting to go on about power usages and just doesn't as Ronan comes in okay gotta go now <laughs> bye yeah Ronan's the guy who started the car 10 minutes ago and is waiting for everybody to get their ass I in. still I still want to go drinking with Zelenka and Ronan oh cause you know Zelenka can hold his drink I I will be designated driver <laughs> for that trip because I cannot hold my own with those two I would very much enjoy going drinking with the two of them yeah have a fun, I will drive y'all home. I'm pretty sure Zelenka could easily outdrink like John. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, so Ronan comes in and McKay tells him what he's done, like he's not sure it's gonna work, you know, all these things, and Ronan just radios to John that they're no ready cares. to go. Are we leaving? Yeah. yeah. We're leaving I'm telling now. You, he's got he's had the car running for like ten minutes. Yes. Are you in or are you out? He's are been packed done? for like an hour. Lock the goddamn door so we can go. We're in John walk through a darkened city surrounded by guards and mm-hmm. ARGs. Yeah, I do love this that they keep the city dark, that the lighting looks yeah. like this and to remind us that we're still not at full power. Yep. We're still not in a great space. Yeah. No wild parties where we're gone, Taylor, as our team leaves. Mm-hmm. Um no swing in from chandeliers and they are they're just gonna try and survive as long as they can uh there's nothing there is a thing there's a a shot that they not a shot but when they're filming the jumper there's a thing that they do that i love it's the way that they bring the light and you can see like the line would be like a horizon line or something where they bring the light down on like the pilot and the co- yeah, 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 and then yeah. at the same time they push the camera up like opposites. So you almost feel the G's. It's like a little parallax situation. It, it is a little user. It's like a camera parallax. It's- you can like again. You almost feel that like a like you feel like a plane. Like you're part of it. Yeah, yeah I dig it. Plane um, taking off or something. I'm here for it. It's it's good. John asked McKay if he's ready. Um, did did he mention that this might not work? That we're either going to drop out of hyperspace and just be stranded or maybe vaporize the moment that he... he yeah. They, I, lied, I don't want to play anymore. I don't like this. Ronan's just like, answer the damn question. Yeah. We're here now. Yeah, they're ready. 
<laughs> and he sits down in the other front seat. And yeah, guys, we have a jumper successfully going to hyperspace. That's new and exciting times for us. We have leveled up our jumpers. Elsewhere. Oh, yes. Bill Lee and Sam Carter come through the Stargate to a very Pacific Northwest looking planet. Mm -hmm. Bill is just in awe because this looks like Elwyn Forest, uh -huh. which, you know, from the Warcraft game that he... Doesn't uh, ever play at all. I've not even rarely, a sort of barely. Rarely even. plays. Sam's just gritting, like watching. Yeah. He's like, she's like, bro, stop lying. Yeah. <laughs> I, Her but, face seems to go sometimes. I'm going to lose credibility here yeah. because when he said Elwood Forest and before they made the World of Warcraft reference, I was like, is that a Lord of the Rings thing? Yeah. I knew it wasn't Lord of the Rings. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Yeah. I did it, and I was like, I, is this a Lord of the Ro Rings reference I that I've I wouldn't missed? have gotten that it's Warcraft. He didn't say it because I have never played Warcraft. Yeah. Well, good, because if you ever played, you would never not I play. would lose connection to life. Yeah. 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 We we know how I game. Mm -hmm. So I do love Bill's... Re Bill's reaction would be my reaction. Like, yeah. Sam does this all the time, but it's a reminder that even if you work at the SGC, you don't get to go off planet. Like, his, he is a kid in Candyland. He is just full of awe. And like, I'm on another goddamn planet. And yep. he's so excited. I'm on a planet, bitch. Yeah. He's like, get your camera. She's like, get your camera out, take a photo. We aren't going to be here long. Yeah. Yeah. Sam's got this thing... She's got the cool kid thing down. Like, mm -hmm. I know this is cool, but I'm going to act cool about it. Yes. Like, all right. Yeah, it's cool. Whatevs. No big. I've I been, do it all the time. I'll yeah. go through the gate She's all the time. She's got that mode. Uh, so he, Sam contacts the Apollo that they're ready to beam up. And sadly, they are <laughs> beamed up before Bill can get a selfie of him in front of the gates. I wonder what the picture ends up being. Like, is it just white flash as the beam gets them? Or, like, it's the tail end. So it's just like an, an extra exposure bridge. Yeah, and you like just I, have a curmudgeon Ellis in the background. Like, I hope it's a, yeah, I hope it's it's some fucked up weird, like, yeah. is that a ghost in your picture? <laughs> yes. What's happening? Exactly. <laughs> Um, and I forgot to point out, and we yeah. cover this, it is addressed at the end of the episode, but I just wanted to point it out early. Uh, we no longer have a Lieutenant Colonel Samantha Carter. That's right. We have a Colonel Samantha Carter. Boom. She's got another promotion. Damn right. So... Still no word. What does he call it? It's a full bird. Full bird. Yeah. It's because there's she now has a little yeah. bird, a little yeah. eagle. <laughs> Rock flag and eagle. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> Still no word from Atlantis, but Ellis has been looking over these specs. You really need a five-fold increase of power consumption. You want to cannibalize half a dozen systems on my ship, including subspace communications. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, well, yeah, um, you don't need those. They would have contacted you on subspace already if they could. Yeah. Well, that's a good point. And he's like, listens to the scientists and lets them go at it. I like the way he prefaces, like, you want to do all this crazy ass shit to my ship? Yeah. Okay. And she's like, yeah. And he goes, okay. Okay. <laughs> I just needed to, you know, play as, the part. As Bill's camera's flash goes off again. Yeah. <laughs> I love how many times Sam is like, Bill, seriously? I'm waiting for him to just like peace sign. <laughs> Selfie. Sam, this whole episode is just like, you're embarrassing Bill, me. Yeah. <laughs> Pretend like you've been here before. Yeah. The hyperdrive 
The hyper jumper, sorry, the hyper jumper arrives immediately cloaks near the ho- replicator homeworld. Words are being difficult right now. Yeah. Believe it or not, Zelenko is right. They have used up a fuck ton of power. Look at that growth from McKay. I know. And he's like, oh, Zelenko was right about yeah. a thing. And but yeah. Ronan's like, are you saying we can't get back? He's like, no, no, I'm, yes. Yeah, that's. That's exactly what I'm saying. That is. Mm-hmm. He starts thinking ahead to solve that problem. This is, this is what I do sometimes. I'm like, well, here's a problem. I have to solve that. John's like, no, we have a more immediate We're problem right now. We've got to stay in the present. Yeah. We'll deal with we that shit later. We are the McKay and John we of really our friend are. group. Because I'm like, well, let's do the thing that's in front of us first. And I'm like, but we, how are we going to get home if I don't solve that problem? Yeah. Well, well, what is that? Jesse likes to tell me, we'll jump off that bridge when we get to it. Yeah. Uh, let's get the ZPM and then deal with that later. Mm-hmm. So McKay starts to get the link started with Weir's Nanites. The Replo Wi-Fi. The Replo Wi-Fi. And she's like, what do I, what do, I do? Do I just sit here? Yeah. He's do like, I need to turn my Bluetooth on? Do I need to be discoverable? She, She's like, well, I just... You're you're fine. Just let me know if you see anything. And yeah. she's like, well, what would I? Oh, my God, I'm in the Matrix. Oh, I see it all. I know Kung Fu. <laughs> and she knows Kung Fu is what I have written Damn in my it. notes. <laughs> Sorry. It's fine. It's just, again, proof that sometimes Friends. our minds are different. Yeah. Sometimes. And sometimes our minds are alike. You know what it is? Our minds take, they're like interweaving interesting lines. And every now and then they just cross uh-huh. and they say hello to each other. They do. Warming, like these crazy, fun little, like intricate patterns. That's another possible AKA. Weir knows Kung Fu. Weir knows Kung Fu. I do like that. They have to work fast, though. Even in lurk mode, um, the replicators are going to know that another player has entered the arena yeah. soon. So she feels a bit strange. She does know exactly where to find the ZPM. She knows that there's hardly anyone there. It's easy access. And John flies and lands on top of the building she points to. So John and Ronan are going to go pull off the heist. McCain, we're going to stay here and guide them over the radio. And Weir gives them a little more instructions and to go now because it is clear. Yeah. So John and Ronan are sneaking through with their ARGs. Mm -hmm. She gives them turn by turn directions. And even when even like when to hang back when someone's coming. Yeah. Nice little navigation system there. Because she can and she can also tell that the other replicators didn't see them. She's like, it's real weird. Yeah. Don't don't ask too many questions. I just know the things. Finally, they make it to the room with the ZPM. Mm-hmm. Ronan immediately goes to pull it. And John's like, Chewy, Easy. Hold up. Easy, buddy. Yeah. I do like that he just blatantly calls him Chewy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that is what he sees him as. Because, yeah, if John sees himself as anyone, it's Han Solo. Well, it's also just who else would Ronan, who else is Ronan? Yeah. He is it's Chewy. A big lug. It's yeah. just, I just like the fact that he blatantly calls him Chewy. And I'm sure he showed him Star Wars. Oh, yeah. At this point, Ronan's like, you're lucky we're in the middle of a mission. Yeah. I'll get you for that one later when mm-hmm. we're sparring, you butthole. Probably. Mm-hmm. And John has a good point. Aren't they going to notice that we're pulling a giant battery from the city? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but they have like dozens of giant batteries. Yeah. And hopefully they're not going to notice until we're far, just, far just away. Just be real fast. Real mm-hmm. fast about it. Uh-huh. Just um, take take the golden monkey idol. Yeah. Get that sandbag. Swap it out. Swap it out. We are knows a small group of replicators is coming their way, so they have to move quickly. So they steal the ZPM, they run back the room, out of the room, down the hall, 
And the boys make it back to the ship like, this was easy peasy. Yeah. Oh, episode over. The end. Let's go. Uh-huh. And he's like, no. Yeah. Well, actually, fun times and ahead. And it's, it's nothing to do with the hyperdrive. Mm-hmm. Actually, while well, Weir's been connected to the, uh, what would you, with a replicator Wi-Fi? Repla Wi-Fi. Repla Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. McKay has been doing some snooping. Yep. And look at what he found. Turns he turns his laptop this around. Is, they really should have password protected their goddamn Wi Fi. This should is really have. the replicators did this to themselves. They did. I like that he turns the laptop around with a bunch of ancient code. Like people <laughs> like understand that. Yeah, we're might right now, but uh-huh. fair. It's the holy grail. He says it's the whole replicator reason for being. It's the command code that directs him to attack the wraith. Kill the wraith. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, I understand immediately. That was a reference to Beauty and the Beast. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. John points out that the replicators don't attack the wraith. They just sit on their nanite asses for 10,000 years. Which I love that line. I like the vision of these little replicators sitting on their asses with a beer. The way that I see it, I see it is, so other dogs do this, Kaylee dogs too, when they sit, they get like the one turkey leg all the way out. When they sit on their butt, like human style. Uh Yeah. I know a little boy who does that as well. That's exactly how I see the nanites sitting. That's that's Drakey's move in the mornings before breakfast. Yeah. Like he looks like he needs his morning coffee. <laughs> exactly. And it's newspaper. Like, what? Yeah, like I don't I'm not I'm not awake yet. But that's how I imagine the nanites sit. Oh yeah. Totally how they sit. <laughs> uh the reason they're not using this base, they're not going by this directive is because it was deactivated. Yeah. And who knows why? It's been buried in a million lines in their goddamn base code. He always assumed that it was here, but never been able to find it. Mm-hmm. Well, Weir asks if he can reactivate it. Yep. Mm, yes, but there's a catch. He can reprogram Weir's nanites with the activation and then upload it from like Weir, but they're gonna have to wait till the next, you know, merge. They do the that the Wi-Fi sync. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, where they all link up, but we have no clue when that is. Yeah. Plus, the moment that that happens... They need to restart their engines for it to actually take effect. you got to yeah. restart the computer to yeah. make sure all the updates take. The the moment that happens, we're not going to be surfing their web in incognito mode anymore. Yeah. They're yeah. going to immediately try to take her over. So mm-hmm. that's an immediate no-go, according to John. Yeah. It's big old nopes. Weir tells him... It's, yeah, but it's that's not your call, John. He's yeah. like, I'm the like, boss. Like, fucking hell, it's not my call. Which, again, this is an interesting part. Whose call is it? Uh, yeah, I think if I was in that situation, uh, if I'm McKay, it's Weir's call to me. It was Weir officially taken out of the chain command of Atlantis? I don't know, but I'm not military yeah. if I'm McKay, so I'm like, she's the boss. Yeah. If I were a military kid, I'd be like, John's the boss. I know, that's... The- See what I mean? So, so you- like, there is no... They're, they're parallel. Yeah. They're both sitting up there as far as I'm concerned. It's it's interesting. But McKay yeah. does have a plan B. Mm-hmm. There is a central data core. Mm-hmm. So if he can upload it there, they don't need to use Weir's nanites. And it'll just upload to everyone else on its own. Mm-hmm. And they can be far away from the city before that happens. Yep. That sounds a lot better, except for the fact that the core is really deep in the center of the city. And there's no way to get there undetected. Yep. Down underground in the deep, dark center of the core. John's like, cool, well, we're going to go save Atlantis, then we'll come back and we'll do that shit. But but actually... They're not going to have another chance at this. Yeah. McCain Rear knows that once they notice the ZPM is missing, they're going to figure out exactly what happens and they're going to put a password on their Wi-Fi network yeah. 
They're never going to be able to do stealth like this again. The window is open now. It's now or never. So McKay has plans to turn the cloak into a big ass ARG. A big old penetration. (laughs) We're getting there. I'm excited. We're going to penetrate the city, guys. We're going to do it. So they're going to fly to the center of the city. Yes, Ronan, we will be visible. But the big anti-replicator field, um, which, you know, here's my problem with the big... uh, Penetration? It's not even that part. You you, you say it's going to include not only the jumper, but also the core room. Uh Are you making sure that ARG field is not inside the jumper? Because you have a person inside the jumper with nanites that you don't want to kill. That's true. Maybe it's like a spell (laughs) area of effect where he started the point underneath the gym. I don't know. Or, you know, there are... She's just outside of the little diagram. I also know, like, you know, certain wizards can exclude certain people from an area effect. I'm just saying... Where should be as accept- susceptible to the ARGs as anyone else, which is why you were holding ARGs he, to her. He carved it out around her. <laughs> Just don't yeah, move. Yeah. Don't move it all weird. Stay in this little bubble that I'm going to create right here. So they're going to run real fast, mm-hmm. input the code, yeah. run back, and hopefully before the replicators figure out how to override the field... Because, you know, that would, you know, slaughter us as... Yeah, yeah. It's going to be not great. It's going to... This is a real this is a real dumb move we're doing right now, but we're here. And real we're doing dumb. It. We're already here. We might as well. John tells McKay not to worry because you're not coming. And I love this argument uh-huh. that they're having where McKay's like, but I need to put in the code. Duh. And John's like... Uh, you're, you need Just to stay put it on, a USB on the ship for reasons that you are not understanding while I'm trying to talk. And, and we're like, it's because, because you of me, dumbass. need to watch me and maybe pull the kill switch. Ta-da! Yeah. John, like, looks at McKay going, you made me say it. Yeah, goddammit. You weren't catching on to <laughs> my drift. <laughs> I love it so much. Well, and it's like, of course we were caught it before he did. Because it's like, what are you talking it about? Is, it's two parents, like, spelling something out in front of the kid. And the kid's yeah. like, yeah, I, I'm really smart. I learned how to spell, yeah, like, four years ago. Yeah, I know how to ago. spell words. I'm 12. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so we're just, nope, I passed that part. So McKay gets it now. Yeah. As Ronan is poking at the system behind Ronan, he's like, leave it. I'm bored. I, can I push buttons now? Leave it. What does this do? What does this do? What does this do? Yeah. Weir points John where to go. Mm-hmm. It's just nine levels down, piece of cake. And no John looks not very confident about his plan. I mean, nine levels is a lot of levels. It's a lot of levels. Maybe he's just like, I've already done my leg workout for today. Yeah. A little sore. Yeah. I, I mean, his I shoulder is levels. still sore. Yeah. <laughs> the Apollo makes their 11th jump trying to find Atlantis. Yeah. And still nothing on the long range sensors. Mm-hmm. Uh, they still have 39 more jumps to retrace their steps all the way back I mean, to the original Atlantean planet. You're a fourth of the way there. Space. I love. Not I love you're Phil, a fifth of the way there. Phil going, space is quite vast. And Alice looking at him like, what the Shut fuck? the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> this is where you go, is it though? <laughs> Or is it just how we view space? Yeah. 
But yeah, shut up is more appropriate. <laughs> the hyper jumper lands and decloaks as McKay turns it into the anti-replicator field. And it does look like it's working and somehow not killing Winger. Yeah. So they crank it up to see how far they can penetrate. Get up in there. Nine levels yeah. of penetration. He said penetrate. Mm-hmm. And John points out that he said penetrate. We're doing it. We're doing it. Phrasing. Damn right it works. And we see the field expanding, taking out some replicators as it goes. And soon they have a full core room cleared and thrust right into that core. Damn right it does. (laughs) So I do like that John checks with Weir. Yeah. To make sure it's clear because no offense, but he trusts her more than McKay. Well, yeah. I mean, she is part replicator now. McKay has uploaded the protocol to this tablet. John just has to plug it into the core. Be fast, because the moment you plug it in, all their stealth is gone. Mm-hmm. They do, I love, have a um, a PC to ancient adapter. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I like that they take the time to explain to us why he has a universal adapter for this. I get the idea that something like this was worked on for years, and finally McKay achieved it. Like, he's been working, this is like his background project, yeah. like one of these adapters, like, you never know when I'm going to need it. You never know. Honestly, I bet this was a Zelenka project that he talked shit about. I know, because probably. Because the, the amount of practicality <laughs> behind this feels like a Zelenka move. He's like, you're never going to get that. So what's the point? Why are you wasting your time on that? No one's yeah. desperate. You never know when you'll need it. How is that adapter going, Zelenka? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> John and Ronan head off. They'll be back before you know it. Yeah. But they're stealth. Isn't as top-notch as they were hoping, because they in the replicator control rate. room, someone does report to Obereth that there is a weird energy signal coming from exactly where the hyperjumper is, and also that it has penetrated down directly It's right deep-thrusted into our core. core. Deep thrust. <laughs> well, I mean, they also did a penetrating, or sustained beam. They sustained the- we sustained the beam, and now they're deep-penetrating our core. Right to the core. Which is everybody just going right up in there. <laughs> so Ronan and John go where Weir leads them. Uh-huh. And it's great because they can use their own sets. Yep. Because. Why not? Yeah. Reasons. They do run across some replicators, but they quickly and figuratively turn to dust as they cross the I love AR the shield idea line. of going through a maze. Where you don't know where you're going and somebody just goes left. Yeah. Right. Like, that actually sounds kind of fun. It sounds like it would lean really well into a haunted maze. Yeah. But it's like a good, like, you know, like those trust falls or like those ropes courses. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Like, it'd be a great way to build trust with someone that way. Yeah. Uh, big fan. And eventually they do make it, since mm-hmm. assuming the big glowy thing is indeed, you know, the core. And not a wheel of fortune wheel, <laughs> which is what I thought when I first saw it. <laughs> it's the wheel at the end of the show. Yeah. Like the little baby one where it you is pick the baby your prize. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> or a game on um, Price is Right. There you go. Yeah. That too. Yeah. So John quickly plugs the tablet in, but according to McKay, it's not working. <laughs> Did you turn it around and then turn it back around the other way? <laughs> also, in my notes, if I'm guessing it's like a USB, you yep. have to turn it over twice to get it to actually yep. work. Yeah. Which is technically what he does. It is. <laughs> so we we're knows hundreds of replicators are coming towards them and the shield will only do so much so mm-hmm. they have to hurry yeah still the simple plug-in of the tablet is not no. working and yeah. mckay's assuming john fucked it up yeah 
Take it out and plug it back in. We see replicators throwing themselves at the shield. Weird knows it's trying to figure out how to get past it. Yeah, they're relentless. John and McKay still bicker, not Mm -hmm. knowing why the core isn't reading the tablet. Mm -hmm. And we see that slowly the replicators are making it past the shield bit by bit. Step by step. Just like little pieces of replicator. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, McKay is trying to talk John through implementing adjustments to the nev- negotiation protocol to exploit the parallelism of the device interface. I mean, this cre- this requires a lot of brain power from both of them. Yes. Because one, it's not like, like McKay can share screen with John. No. And be like, okay, now go here. No, I he's know. just like off the top of my head. Go to this section. It's again another reminder that John is way smarter yeah. than he sort of plays. Yeah. Than he than he normally shows. Because if he told me go to the root directory, I'd be like <laughs> Okay, so we're dead. So what you're saying is that we're dead. Is that in the start menu? Yeah. Uh okay, so which drive is that? <laughs> is that the C drive? Is that the O drive? Am I on the PC or am I on a Mac? Because I'm a little more <laughs> fucked in one world than the other. Yes. Uh, I like I like how John and Rodin are both like, what the fuck is he? Remember how John said he wanted simple? Yeah. Yeah. That's not what this is. Weir knows the replicators are now able to make it through the field. Mm-hmm. And she tells McKay that the two of them have to get the fuck out of there now. There is no more time. Yeah. And while McKay... Still tech talks to John. Weird knows that Obereth is coming. And the issue is that they are surrounded by replicators all closing in on their location. You're You're just super trapped. Even if you get this done, you're super trapped. Which, as McKay points out, means they're as good as dead. Mm -hmm. Um, And John is like, you you realize that we can hear you. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Thanks for helping our morale. And that's when Weir gets up and leaves the jumper. Got a blast. Telling McKay to stay here, causing a whole other level of confusion in this moment. Uh And yes, does this fall under, quote, suspicious? Ronan reminds John of the kill switch, and neither John or McKay want to go there, but Ronan's like, you gotta fucking make the call, dude. And eventually, not wanting to, John does. Yep. Telling McKay to do it, who clearly doesn't want to do it. But when he finally does enter in the command for the kill switch, it doesn't work. Hey, well. Which throws a whole fun. other level of shit in this moment. Cool, 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 cool. McKay doesn't know why. It could be that she has figured out how to turn it off herself. There could be an interference issue. He needs to figure it out. Ronan's like, maybe instead of that, get up the fuck out of here instead. Yeah. And John's like, well, if we're here, we might as well complete the mission. Yeah, if we're going to die, if our chance to die is this high, let's mm-hmm. at least try to finish this up. And also... Let's make it worthwhile. McKay has a ZPM on the hyper jumper. Yep. If need be, he can fly it. He can just go. Yeah. And save the city. Yeah. No, but I do like this idea. If if I'm going to die, yeah. I'm going to go at least go out swinging. 100%. Mm-hmm. And in this case, swinging is not fighting. No, it's getting that thing it's getting on that there. Yeah. code uploaded. Yep. Eventually, Obreth runs directly into Weir. Mm-hmm. And before anything, she gives him the old hand in the forehead vibes. And they are standing in the spotlight room we've seen before inside the replicator's minds. Yeah. He, she's like, by the way... Neom infected me. We reprogrammed them. Also, I have direct access to the Replicator Collective. I am in control now. I'm the captain now. I am the captain now. 
She's doing it. Finally, John is able to get the tablet reconfigured and get plugged in and readable to McKay. Yep. And that's also when a bunch of guards come mm-hmm. in the door. Ronan hides pretty well hidden. Yeah. I will say, John less hides and just takes cover. I think he's more just like, meh, they're going to see me eventually. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm like. He just takes cover. For I'm like, in full plate armor. There's yeah. no other. <laughs> just getting three quarters cover for yeah. that bonus to my AC. Yeah. Um, but then it's really confusing because the replicators just stop. Yeah, that's an interesting choice for fighting. And McKay sees this too. All the replicators are just frozen. Hmm. Ronan smart and immediately strips them of all their weapons. Yeah, that's what I would do. Thank you. And pull their pants down. (laughs) Pull their pants. Tie their shoelaces together. I don't know that they have those type of modesty things to be embarrassed, but it'll be fun for me. Well, I'm more like tie their shoelaces together. Oh, that's an idea too. Yeah. Yeah. That might. I mean, pulling their pants down would give them the same trip. It will kind of trip them. Yeah. Yeah. And embarrass them if they have that. I don't know if they do. I don't think they do. They're replicators. I mean, are their clothes even real? I mean, when they were disintegrated, there was no clothes that fell off. I guess it's like the the Barbie doll underwear that's kind of just pasted on. Yeah, like, I guess if you pull pull down their pants, have you just, like, ripped their skin off them? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, what's underneath that? Is there anything underneath? I'm... Oh, God. I didn't even think of that. I didn't either until just now, but when when they go through the ARG field, they're completely disintegrated. It's just like wires. It's just, I mean, their clothes are just them. Yeah. Well, that's no fun. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. I'm guessing they're not going to be frozen for long, but at least wait for the upload to finish. McKay's like, it'll just be a few seconds. John's like, how many seconds is a few? And McKay just tells him to fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He'll be done when it's done. Yeah. In Oberon's mind, he's impressed. He's mm-hmm. like, look, I'm going to gain control at some point, but I'm I'm impressed at what you've done so far. And we're as prepared to fight for as long as she needs. Yep. I mean, what else can she do? This yeah. is her only, this is it. The fight to the death. Weir points out how arrogant Oberth is, and that mm-hmm. will be his downfall. And Oberth points out that her protective drive is really impressive, but it doesn't matter because she's not as strong as she thinks she is, and points out that she's already weakening. Mm. As the upload finishes, John and Ronan grab the tablet and run. Yeah. And in the hallways, running through areas that are very crowded with a whole bunch of replicators doing their thing that weren't there in the empty hallways earlier. Yep. Hmm. Interesting. Oberth breaks free of the freezing, grabs Weir's hand. She is clearly fighting to regain her control. And Oberth tells her that she has underestimated him. Yeah. Uh, In the hallways, uh, the replicators start moving again. Mm -hmm. We see two coming into McKay to get McKay in the hyper jumper who immediately puts his hands up. Um, And Oberth's mind, he like disgustingly grins at Weir, who sort of bows her head in defeat. Oh, yeah. He's totally one. He knows all the things. 100%. Weir fought to her last... (sighs) <sighs> the the boys are running up some stairs and are then also cornered. <laughs> yep. Niels oh, is saying no. didn't go well for anyone. They're all in the brig except yep. for Weir. Oberth done done. Oberth tells him that basically her attempt broke her mind and body, and she's being repaired. Mm. And yeah, replicators yeah. now have control of Weir. They couldn't get all the info they wanted from her, like the location of Atlantis, since we know you escaped our sustained beam. Yeah. Which is, you know, 
Oberth is just going to then try to. Get... I mean, it's not as cool as a penetrating core. It's not uh, core penetration, but sustained beams are still kind of yeah. Cool. Uh, so they they open the doors to the brig. The guards come in. John sort of gets down on his knees. Yeah. There's no way for me to, after all of the talk about sustained beams and core uh-huh. penetration, there's no way for me to make this part not also sound dirty. Yeah. But John gets down on his knees. Uh-huh. So Oberth can just hand his head. Uh-huh. Yeah. So he can be penetrated by yeah. Oberoth. Yeah. Yep. And um, again, there's no way. Just just keep going. Yep. And just so the only way out the is others, <laughs> The others all look... Uh, Confused. Uh-huh. Smirky. Yeah. Oberth is like, has a very confused look on his face. And yeah. John asks if there's a problem. McKay yeah. and Ronan have smirks on their faces. And that's when John morphs into weird. Bum, bum, bum. I'll tell you that before this, I thought that what it was is technically John doesn't know where Atlantis yeah. is. <laughs> It's so Ragnaroth can ask all fucking day. True, 100%. It's like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you are asking the empty head right now. Yeah. Uh, but guess what? They are still in Oberth's head. Oh, yeah. It's the best. We're bum, just bum, like, bum. hey. I matrixed your ass. Fuck you. Remember how I said you're arrogant? Yeah. <laughs> you never overpowered me, asshole. You dumb shit. I just let you think that. <laughs> All of your guards are still frozen and my team's escaping. And no, I never underestimated you. You underestimated me, bitch. Yeah, I am no man. I am no man. <laughs> It's very much those vibes. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Um, he just roars that you will never leave the city alive. And he's like, she goes, maybe not, but my team will. That's not my goal. Yeah. <laughs> my goal is not me. Yeah. <laughs> John and Ronan run down the actual hallways. Yeah. McKay still can't track Weir. Um, no communication. It's like she disappeared. Yeah. Um. Uh, and hopefully... She's who froze the replicators, which bodes well for her aliveness. Yeah. Um, Ronan and John are looking for her since she couldn't have made it far and also trying to do that before they all unfreeze. Yep. Back in Oberth's head, he does seem to be overpowering Weir again. Uh Uh-huh. She's struggling. It's not going great. No, and you can see, but she did fight She's, she did say she's going to fight as long as she needs to. Yeah. I would be pissed if... Well, we'll get there. Okay. In the real world, you can see Oberth reach up and grab the hand that Weir has in his forehead. Yeah. And pull it out. Yeah. And that's when John and Ronan come around the corner. Uh-huh. ARG's poised, but she still has the rest of the city frozen. Yeah. She's hanging on. Yeah. You've got to fucking run. Uh, she yells at him, not even turning to get your asses back to the jumper. This is the part where I'm like, 100%. Yeah. I would be pissed at Weir that they came to find me. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I'm doing all this shit to save your asses. Get out. Uh, John's like, I'm not going without you as Ronan tries to fire his ARG at Oberth, but yeah. does nothing. Uh-huh. Weir's like, I can't keep them frozen. Yeah. John again will not leave without her. And Weir... Like, emphatically tells them that if they do not leave now, none of them will get out and turns towards them yelling that that is an order. I mean, yeah. Get your asses do out it. of here. How am I supposed to make a heroic sacrifice if, if you, you won't you let are me leaving? sacrifice? Yeah, <laughs> goddammit. 
And it is that moment that her concentration is broken and all the replicators unfreeze. Mm-hmm. Um, starts firing shots at John and Ronan. It's it's just too far down the hallway for yep. John to go and try to get to Weir. She turns to them and yells for them to go. Seriously, dude, you gotta get out. Ronan goes go. and like has to do that final pull to John to get yeah. him to go. And the last we see of Weir is replicators surrounding her right mm-hmm. after she told John to go. Yep. Holy farts. She did it though. She did. They get back to the hyperjumper. McKay has half a moment of relief until he's like, where's where's Elizabeth? Until he does a head count. Until he does a head count. And John just shakes his head. Or Jeronin shakes his head and John like doesn't even address the situation. Yeah, don't talk to me about it. Yeah. So while John takes a seat and asks and then has to yell if they can cloak, McKay has a moment of not being able to grok things until he goes like, no, we can't cloak. They've drained a lot of the power with the ARG. So Ronan sits down. I do like this moment where Ronan remembers he just had a giant glass shard in his shoulder. Yeah. Oh, now it hurts again. Oh, oh. that adrenaline. Yeah, it's gone now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm feeling feels now. <laughs> John just ha- tells him, we got to make a run for it. And run yeah. he does. Mm-hmm. Getting the hyper part of the hyper jumper isn't going to work as easily. McKay's having some issues there. Mm-hmm. And there's two ships chasing them. Yeah. We're a little bit fucked. McKay's like, I I can't just make it work. Yeah. <laughs> I need a little more time. It also doesn't help that they're getting fired on now and have also just lost weapons. It's not just an on button. No. That I need to push. Uh, and it's not, again, it's not the stuff that McKay can or should be doing under pressure because, like, the slightest number slightly off will just incinerate them. Yeah. When they go to jump into hyperspace. This is a surgical level stuff. And that, of course, is perfect timing for a replicator ship to cloak directly in front of them. Yay. Everyone just stares at it because that's not good. No. And they're powering up weapons. And that is when the goddamn motherfucking Kelly arrives. The goddamn United States Air Force arrives. It's a Sam. Uh, from off screen, missiles come in and start taking on the replicator ship, and it is the Apollo. Yep. Ellis radios over that, yes, we're here, and yes, the 302 bay is open, and you definitely better get your asses aboard this ship and now. You're welcome. <laughs> and you're, you're welcome. You're welcome. You don't have to tell John twice. Mm-hmm. McKay adds that the timing is perfect, and of all the voices McKay expected to hear to come from the other end, Sam telling them that they would have been here sooner, but it took them some time to find Atlantis is probably the last. Imagine not only like you like the euphoric <laughs> relief of being rescued, yes, and then you hear your crush's voice, your ultimate cr- dream crush voice. Oh no! Like the high <laughs> doesn't get higher. The crash from that high. He's gonna need a moment. Uh huh. In his bunk. He's gonna that uh, too much penetrations happening lately. <laughs> His his beam is gonna sustain. It will. <laughs> it will. Hopefully, hopefully, Katie can benefit from it though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Rechannel uh, that. McKay must be dreaming. Mm-hmm. You know, Sam will explain later. He just hears like Dreamweaver. <laughs> I believe I can make it through the night. <laughs> um. <laughs> John does like, hey, 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 Sam, uh, while you're there, can you find Weir's locator beacon yeah. anywhere on that planet? And and no. B-dubs. 
Pity doves. Those that that high comes you, crashing yeah, back down again. Nope, you don't want to know the answer to that right and, now. And as soon as the hyper jumper is on board, the Apollo jumps the fuck out of there. Yep, let's go. But the episode's not over yet because the city, with full shields again, flying through space in the control room, Sam and Bill have joined them. Take me up to the Atlanta city and land this city because it's a city. It's not as good as the first one. It's not, but I, I give you props because that was on the fly. Would you please land me on the water? <laughs> So they have a new planet they're heading towards. It isn't one that we are new about. Mm -hmm. McKay did a search of all the planets they didn't consider the first time. So no matter how much the replicators were able to search Weir's mind, they're not going to know about this planet. Everyone doesn't want to think about that part, but it's a reality that they do have to deal with. You gotta. Yeah. We got, we've been through this situation yeah. with Ford before. Yeah. So they have, it's it's good atmosphere, giant ocean, besides for the large venomous snake-like thing, everything is very welcome on the planet. <laughs> at, at least hopefully Nessie. it's good eating. Nessie! <laughs> A giant venomous Nessie! I like it. Um, Roddick has the new ZPM all plugged in and set, so the whole city jumps into hyperspace. Yep. Let's do it. And as they arrive, the view out of the broken windows leading to the balcony are stunning. Like, look, the planet is gorgeous, filling the windows and the sky and everything, but how, like, uncomfortable in your soul and your, like, that gut instinct of how wrong it is. You're in space and there's no windows. Oh, yeah. That's... You're just, there's just a force field somewhere out there. I mean, even like, I've had that feeling even like on a roller coaster that's up really high. You're like, ah. Why isn't there a window? Yeah. Why isn't there more coverage of me? Where's my bubble? (laughs) That's space. Yeah. I shouldn't be in space. This is wrong. Yeah. So there's a landing to deal with still, McKay says. John's not worried about that. Just mm-hmm. head down to the chair and land it. But yeah. Sam and McKay inform him that it's a lot more complicated than that. He's like, what? Easy peasy. They've drained a lot of the power out of their brand new ZPM already. And so re-entry, you know, re-entry for a, it's a city. So it's like heat. It's going to suck. Yeah. <laughs> Just take it gentle and don't burn us into a giant fireball. Yeah. And, you know, I like how John's like, it never ends with you. Yeah. All these power issues. It never ends. Yeah. Just tell everyone to buckle up. We're going in. Yeah. Can we not? Can you not be such a Debbie Downer all the time? All the, I mean, that is what McKay is. Yeah. That's fair. We see gorgeous shot of the city flying over the planet, flipping over, getting ready for reentry, as we'll point out. <laughs> He's come penetrate. <laughs> He's going to penetrate that atmosphere. He's going to penetrate that atmosphere. Uh, John is in the chair thinking real hard. He, I mean, he's going to put the tip right onto that water, um, too. It's just going to be the tip, though. Yep. In the control room, Sam and McKay are keeping an eye on things. The shields are holding. Uh, McKay does see they're coming in too steep. Yep. John tells John to ease up on the angle of e- re-entry. E- ease up on the penetration, man. Yeah. You've got to learn how to, like... you got, got to have a different angle. Gentle. <laughs> Bill, I, this is... I love... Bill points out that, well, it's just an entry because we never left this planet. And Sam's like, Bill, no. This is not, not the, the fucking, time. like, Bill. I've learned to deal with you. Bruh. 
I know you're grading and you're my friend, but this is where you need to learn to be a person around the other peoples. This is a moment that I would have to hide it because it's one of those things where I'm like, but Bill's right. It's not he, a reentry. He is right. It's just about, like, I feel like Sam's been giving him lessons in peopling. Yeah. Like, is this pertinent information? What I'm saying is I feel this because you have seen a number of times <laughs> yeah. where I have thrown out the correct facts like that, but it's like not a time that anyone needs not to care about, about the facts, but, yeah. like, but I just want to be accurate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, the, I guess in that moment, I would be the Sam where it would be like, thank you. We're going to move on. <laughs> I you believe, are correct. I believe I've heard that actually a number of times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, because I don't want to go full on Sam. No. No. But no. it's going to be like, yep, yeah, that's correct. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, next move. Yeah. And I'm just oblivious half the time. <laughs> so we see the heat on the bottom of the city shield. He is shield. right, though. You are right, and he is right. Yes. Yeah. It is just entry. Uh-huh. Uh, but the shield city is glowing. It's yeah. hot. Yeah. She's feeling it. McKay yells again about their penetration angle. John heard him the first time. I can't imagine Atlantis is, in, is easy to control or steer. She's a little She's a little unwieldy. There's not a lot of finesse with the girl that She doesn't turn on a dime. No, she's, you know, she's a hunk of junk. She's, she's, yeah. Okay, I do want to see the Han Solo uh, versus John piloting competition. (laughs) So badly. What can he do? I want to see John Shepard do the Kessel Run. Yeah, yeah. But also, it's like, oh, yeah, well, Han Solo, I want to see you land a city. Exactly. Yeah. I see you flying the Falcon perfectly fine. Fly a goddamn city, why yeah. don't you? I dare you. How about he try to fly Cloud City somewhere? That would be fun. Yeah. That would be something. So there we have the race. We can have Atlantis versus Cloud City. They're probably... To do the Kessel Run. Atlantis is probably still bigger than Cloud City. Uh, yeah. I guess I wouldn't know. But yeah, I think based on just imagery. Yeah. But still, that'd be that'd be great. She does have a lot of horsepower. I imagine Cloud City is like the 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 space wise the size of like the central spire. Okay, it's spread out more like Atlantis, but sort of yeah, that's uh, fair. Um, uh, population can hold. She's denser. She's more of the size of the central spire. She's like the San Francisco versus, like, I don't know, Mexico Detroit City. Detroit. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. You know, those cities that are like, we take Scrawling. up all the lands. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm here for it. I love that those are the two cities we went to, and it's sure. perfectly appropriate doesn't, to the cities we know. Doesn't seem weird to me at all. Uh, so everything anyway. is shaking. I would be nervous. Everyone yep. is bracing themselves. Once they're over the ocean, you can tell they're not really that far above sea level. Mm-hmm. He works on slowing them down. McKay's still slow, slow down. Yeah. This is not a race. They just want to touch down gently like a leaf kissing the surface of a pond. And everyone's like, what the fuck? Yeah. It is a nice visual. It's a gorgeous visual. It's not a leaf on the wind. It's not a leaf on the wind. it's a good visual. Oh, it's not a leaf. That's still painful to hear. <laughs> yeah. It'll always be. It's always too soon. Yeah. Agreed. So they land a little harder than a leaf kissing upon. It's like a like a aggressive kissing. It's, it's like, like a, a dog kiss. It's like a cannonball. It's like a drakey kiss. It's a drakey kiss. Yeah. Um, it's like I'm gonna kiss you with my entire paws. I am going to show it's more you of a face sucker <laughs> than a kiss. I'm gonna 
show you how much I love you. Through your teeth. With the amount of aggression I put into my kiss. Uh-huh. Via teeth. <laughs> they, they, the city has hard enough that like part of it bobbles and submerges under the water. Yeah. yeah. Massive wave. I mean, there's no way not to, though, with how massive she is. Yeah. That is her hitting it like a leaf on yes. the wind. Or the pond. <laughs> so John sits up and is like, did I do it? Did I break anything? Did we die? Are we here? Uh-huh. Sam and McKay check things out. They drop the shield and they still have plenty of power in the ZPM. And Sam reports to John that, yeah, they did it. And they are safely floating in a new ocean. Excellent landing. Mm-hmm. And you see this moment of relief. Yep. In a new, beautiful nighttime scene. Mm-hmm. Stunning. Inside, Taylor is is helping to pack up weird stuff. This is where I cried because it's the puppy picture. And her picture of Sedge. Puppy picture. And Ronan comes in asking who Taylor thinks will replace her. And Taylor doesn't know. Ronan just knows it's very tough shoes to fill. Mm-hmm. And Ronan puts his hand on Taylor's shoulder. Yeah. And she reaches up to grab it while sort of turns away, turning away, trying yeah. to fight back tears. She's and I'm stronger. like, listen... You have a Ronin there. That is a giant teddy bear. Just lean is, into that time. and get those tears out. It is time to let it out. Like, yeah. don't, if you can't keep holding those in, because that's not going to be good. Yeah. Remove those from your face. Remove them in your face into the giant teddy bear standing next to you. I'm going to call that from now on. I'm not crying. I'm just, <laughs> I need to remove these tears from my face. They need to evacuate my face. <laughs> in the control room, um... They are successful in dialing yeah. Earth. Well, yep. they dialed the Intergalactic Gate Bridge, yeah. but they t- t- hit the they hit the truck stop. They hit the truck stop, but they do are able to radio the SGC and they report to Landry that Atlantis is back on the grid. Their mm-hmm. Stargate is working. We did it. And Zelenka calls to their attention that they actually can detect the replicators on their long range sensors, and there is a massive fleet of ships being launched. Hell yeah. But they're not being launched in Atlantis. Hell yeah. They are being launched and heading towards a Wraith planet. Woo! The command code worked. Rodney did it. Rodney did it. And we end on a beautiful scene on the balcony. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam finds John there. Two beautiful moons hanging in the sky. Apparently there are five total. Three yeah. that are not visible with the naked eye. And updates him. They. I wonder what that I- means. Is it like... Why is that? Are they out during the daytime? Are they on the other side of the orbit? I think they... there could be a few reasons. One, possibly one is like a geosynchronous orbit, like okay. on the other side or something. Yeah. There's a possibility that they're just too small okay. to necessarily see. They're too far out and too small That's to see true. with the naked eye. Yeah. There's a couple things. I'm guessing it's because they're too small and too far away. I like it. Cool. That you could see them with a telescope or binoculars. You sure. can't just see them with the naked eye. Cool. Um. They update each other that the gate is connected again, etc. And in all the excitement, John forgot to congratulate Sam. And Sam has sort of confused look on her face. See, here's where you can have a fun theory. Okay. Okay, so she does for half a second have a confused look. And it could be just because she's like, about what? Yeah. Um, because maybe she's been promoted for a while. Sure. Or... There's something else in her personal life that's like, well, how would you know that we went and John and I went and eloped or something? Jack. Yeah. Jack. yeah. Like, or engaged or yeah. like the Which of my secrets yes. have you found out? Is it just about I completely forgot that I was promoted, like you didn't know yeah. I was promoted or yeah. something? Or is there something else 
that like, how did you find that out? I like it. I like that secret. I like the idea that like her and Jack just. They've they're. Yeah, I don't know that she would as quickly jump to this Atlantis mish, though. No, maybe they're just engaged or something. Yeah, something. They, yeah, something official. Yeah. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. And they just, like, I don't see a giant proposal. It's just like they were out, you know, fishing and yeah. just went, well, let's, let's just get married at some let's point. Let's do it. We're done. Uh, on paper, they're all done. Maybe she just filled that all out before they left so That's that in mean. her heart she knows it now. Yeah. Yeah. You well, know, and also, if she doesn't come back, then he, you know... He's, he's got to take care of her shit. Exactly. Her nice-ass old cars. 100%. And her, motorcycle. And her motorcycle. Yeah. That's that's what it is. It's like, I'm going to bequeath you my motorcycle. That's it's more something like just like the, the low-key married couple. Yeah. yeah. Where it's just like, like we did. We they did make a big in, thing about it. They moved in together officially, yeah. even though she's never on planet. Exactly. Yeah. They're like, well, I'm never All on planet. Is there. So why do I have a separate house? Yeah. I like it. Um, but anyways, no, he is congratulating her on her promotion to the full, full bird colonel. Yep. Um, and does a little salute her way. Mm-hmm. A little half-hearted one. <laughs> Sam and Bill are heading back to fully brief Landry. Yep. Um, but the Apollo's going to be here if they need anything while they're settling into their new home. Mm-hmm. And he thanks her for saving their asses back there. It was a very risky move. And she's like, that was not risky compared to what you guys did. Yeah, actually, you are were you quite kidding in me? the middle of battle. Teal's going to love to hear this I one. know. Yeah. Um, and... You know, Jack, or I get Jack and John confused now, but John points out that, you know, they did have help. Mm-hmm. Sam passes on that Landry sends his condolences and that everyone is very, very sad to hear about Weir, but John has not given up hope. And if there is any chance that she's alive, John will find her. Yeah. Sam knows. Well, yeah. I mean, unless you've confirmed. Yeah. She's missing in action. Yep. Unless you have a way to confirm it. 100%. As far as he knows, she's just missing an action. 100%. I'm here for that. Yeah. I love it. This was a fun episode. I really... Okay. Hot take. Yeah. I think I might like Atlantis more than SG-1 as so a show. can I... Can I be fully... It's... Again, picking between two things you absolutely love. Yeah. But you, that I doesn't have, mean I don't love I SG-1. I have kind of been on the same... On the same side. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's fucking It's good. not like me picking Star Trek shows. Like, I blatantly know my favorite Star Trek show is Deep Space Nine. Yeah. And again, not saying I don't like any of the others. I'm not huge in the original series. But, like, sure. I don't not love Voyager. But DS9's your guy. I love SG-1. Sam Carter is still my favorite character in all of Stargate. Sure. She's yeah. one of my favorite characters in all of anything. Mm-hmm. But... Atlantis is so up my alley. I just really do. Yeah, I I love it. I really do dig it. I hope we see more of, oh gosh, what's her name? Dr. Keller? Yeah. Uh, I hope that's a thing that's recurring. But I'm loving this, especially loving where the scene is going. I am with John. I don't think we're just gone forever. I do cry like a big baby. I, I am. figured. Um, but I'm... If she's not gone, she is leading a pirate bandit <laughs> replicators to on and, and leading missions to kill Wraith. That's yeah. what she's doing. Okay. And she is now this cool repli captain. Repli captain. Repli pirate. That's what I'm done. That's where I'm ending it. What's next? Uh next up, 
Stargate Atlantis, because we just have two seasons are. of Atlantis reunion. Boom. Boom. See? We're just coming back. That's what that means. <laughs> Clearly. All right. Uh, this was great. I'm. I, she's out there. She's. 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 She's leading the charge. It's so good. Uh, until then. Yeah. I'll see you guys next week. Oh, I have uh, one. I have, oh. I do have one last question before we super get Tell into me. there. Who? Because Ronan asked this. Who? Who? Who do you think is now going to be leading Atlantis? Is it John? Is it someone else? Well, I thought it was going to be Sam until they sent her home. Okay. So. The easy answer is John, mm-hmm. but they have to bring someone in for him to rub against, if you will. Yeah. Um, or the way that I sort of saw it, possibly going back to my first time watching this, even though I do know exactly who ends up leading. Yeah. Um, I thought they were going to like reverse the roles in terms of previously they had a civilian person leading it. And then yeah. the military was sort of like, you know, John was like second. I thought they were going to reverse it and actually have John be the leader and then, like, Taylor was going to be... That would be interesting. I don't see... At the, the end IOA of the day, going for Taylor that? is an outsider. I know. IOA would just not, not go for they're it. Not ready, they're not ready to have full representation yeah. amongst their leadership board. They're not quite that evolved. Yeah. If uh, the IOA wasn't involved, possibly. Yeah. Yeah. If it were like a vote from the people of yeah. Atlantis. Yeah. 100%. Uh, but even then, I don't think Taylor would take it. I don't think she's there yet. She's not ready. She's a little too green. Uh, she's a great leader. And yeah. she's got a great uh, something ahead of her. And she's a great number two. Mm-hmm. But she's a little green to just take it on full time. And um, frankly, I don't know that she didn't well, enjoy it. Well, and that's what I'm still saying. She would still be number two. Yeah. John would be, basically, John would be leading it in the same way Weir did. I think they're going to the throw person, someone in to muck things up. The person off. they would go to for the negotiations, the civilian, the scientist, stuff like that, would be. Yeah. Would be Taylor. That's my prediction is they're going to bring someone in to muck things up. Okay. Just to fresh blood. Oh, muck. <laughs> muck, muck, muck. Muck, muck, All muck. All day long. Alrighty. We're signing off. Um, okay. Yeah. We'll see you next week. Until then, you can find us on Twitter at Tara Podcast. Find us on Facebook. There's no place, no place like Tara. You can email us at <laughs> there's no place like Tara at gmail.com. I'm just talking over. There's it's a fine. Patreon. You know where it is. Rate us, like us, review the us. things. Do the things. Where you find podcasts. I'm just cutting people off now. We'll see you next week when we reunite with Weir because that's what I've decided it is. Okay, bye. Cool, bye.